Excited to be joined by our next guest. He is the newest forward for the Utah Jazz and first time on the Hanson Scotty Show. It's Eric Pascoe. Eric, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you coming on and giving us a few minutes. I've been excited to catch up with you because I've had an opportunity now to watch you through 12 games with the Utah Jazz and, and kind of get a feel for your game and didn't have an opportunity to really get a feel for it when you were with Golden State, but it's fun to have you here in the state of Utah. How have you enjoyed things since you've arrived here? Uh, I've enjoyed it a lot. I mean, uh, it's, I'm glad I'm here. I mean, it's a fresh start. Uh, again, I feel like every year in the NBA you've got to reestablish yourself. And, uh, again, your role may not be the same as it previously was. So uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride, enjoying the journey of learning how uh, Coach Quinn wants, wants us to play. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. How many uh, hard winters have you been through? You've been, you've been in areas where you got to go through some pretty tough winters. I'm talking about hard snow and pretty tough temperatures. Uh, yeah. I mean, prep school, my whole – I grew up in New York, so I've definitely went through a good amount of uh, hard winters. And then uh, in Philly, when I went to Villanova, Villanova, we we used to have a lot of snow. So, But the past two years, it was pretty good to go to state. We, I didn't have to deal with snow at all. It was just always nice and – um, about solid weather, but now I know I, I know this winter in Utah is going to be pretty pretty harsh. So I'm prepared for it. Got my jacket, and all good. <laughs> it's going to be pretty harsh. It's I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, I'm glad you don't have to adjust to the freezing cold, though. It's nice that you got a few years of that. And uh, you know, you go back to that prep school. I I know that it, there were so many different interesting things when it was announced that the Utah Jazz had acquired your rights. First, let's start with that. What was that like, getting that call and finding out that you were going to be coming for, to play for Quinn Snyder and the Utah Jazz? I was excited. I was pretty excited. I mean, again, it's, it's a fresh start. I mean, uh, I was just excited to play and play on a new team. I mean, uh, again, like I said earlier, it's, it's all part of the journey of, of the NBA career. You're not going to – most players don't play for only one team. So um, I was excited. I know what the culture was here. And it was great. I mean, it was a great feeling. It was great to get that call and uh, see all the support I had behind me with it. So it was it was great for me. Obviously, the biggest storyline here was that you'd be reuniting with your childhood friend Donovan Mitchell. And I'm I'm curious, what was it like? Where where were you? What what were, how old were you the first time you met Donovan? And and what was he like when you first met him? Uh, quiet, <laughs> but we were probably like six, seven. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, we lived like 200 feet away from each other. And then um, we ended up going to the same church. And then I went to go try out for the Riverside Hawks. And he was in the gym too. So it was it was just weird in how it all connected. It's almost got to be bizarre to be on the same NBA team with him. I mean, that's a uh... That's something that you could never really imagine as a youth, that you'd actually be on an NBA team with your childhood friend. That's got to be fun, but also it's got to be kind of a, a strange reality that you've reached. Oh, it's so strange. To this day, it's strange. Strictly because I've, I've played with Donovan my whole life. AAU, played him in college, played against him in the NBA, and now we're on the same team. So it's like it's a very strange thing, but um, – I like it. I like it a lot. Just it's, it's still weird seeing him every day, though. I, I, I low key get sick of him. <laughs> you low key? Did you say you low key get sick of him? 
Yeah, low key. Like, <laughs> I also like dealing with Donovan today. <laughs> his energy. He just seems like he's always in a good mood. Is he? Is he an always good mood kind of guy? Yes, that's why I was like, yo, just relax. That's my guy. That's my guy. Right there. <laughs> take your smile too much. Take your smiles and laughs across the locker room. I, I just, I want to sit here for a minute and quiet, peace and quiet, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's awesome. Just be quiet for a second. Uh, this has got to be a fun team to be a part of, though. What's what are the dyna- how different are the dynamics? I mean, you were in that Golden State locker room. I know that you kind of went through more difficult times with Golden State. It was kind of post that championship run, but you were still in that locker room with uh, Coach Kerr, who obviously has a fantastic resume and some high-level players, um, NBA MVPs, and, and the like. What what are the differences of this Utah Jazz locker room, and and what is just kind of break down this Utah Jazz locker room if you can a little bit because I'm I'm interested. Uh, who who are the guys that kind of keep it light, and who are the guys that keep it intense? Um, I feel like that, that wasn't really a big difference. They, the Golden State's locker room was was a very good uh, very good locker room. It was fun, kept it light. Obviously, you still have your real conversations, but. Oh, it's about the same. I mean, everybody everybody on the team gets along, um, and I feel like everybody has the right to, to say something, and we respect each other. And exactly, we all got one goal, so we, we want to win. So I feel like uh, it's a very good locker room to be a part of, and very easy locker room to be a part of too. So, Eric, I've had a lot of opportunities to talk about your game. Uh, you know, we kind of night in and night out, and what you what you bring, what you provide when you jump onto the court. I think you've been a fantastic addition with some brutality and some force and power and uh, and some regulation that, that the Jazz have always needed in the past. I think Jazz fans love that from you. But I'm curious, when, when you stand up off the bench and you come out to get your minutes, what are you thinking? What's, what's running through your mind as you stand up and you go to step on the court for the first start of those minutes that you're going to be taking in a night? I'll just bring energy. Literally, that's all I think of. Like, you bring energy, play the game the right way, um, and everything will fall, like, fall in place. I mean, that's something that I've learned. You like the game come to you, and you always um, just bring energy. One thing you can control, you can't control if your shot goes in all the time, but you can control the energy that you bring every day. So that's one thing I try to do. And um, I feel like that, again, like my dad always used to tell me, like, defense and energy travels. Shot always may not fall, but if you play defense, play hard, that always you can always control that. So I always just have that mindset going into every game. You can see that mindset, and I love your mindset when you're under the rim and there's a 50-50 ball, there's a rebound to be had. You can see that it means a lot to you. As far as the aggression side of basketball or being down low battling, how much does that mean to you to go up and get a 50-50 ball, get a putback and those kinds of points? Uh, I mean, a lot. I mean, I, I used to not play like that at all. I used to be kind of a soft kid when I was younger and uh, not really used to shy away from contact. And, but now I embrace it. You know, I know that's what I'm very good at, so I embrace it. I just go in there and give my all, give a lot of effort. So I, I'm not going to give the specific numbers, but over the last two games, you're 50% from three, and you were 100% from three last night, Eric. I, I, I want to know, do we start seeing a, a couple more attempts from the perimeter for you? And and I, I, in all honesty, in all seriousness, what type of green light do you get from Quinn Snyder when it comes to taking that perimeter shot? Uh, he, he, lets, he tells everybody, let it fly. I mean, let it fly, shoot threes, let's, let's get them up. 
So whenever I catch it, I always think, think catch the shoot. And I, I've always compared it to uh, Villanova because that Villanova coach right used to tell, say all the time, uh, the most open you're going to be is when you first catch the ball. So we used to take a lot of threes at Villanova. We broke the three record at Villanova, like most threes in a season. So uh, it's very similar to college, and I just think the same thing all the time. Well, I wanted to talk about this Pacers game a little bit, and, and I, I opened up the show talking about the Rudy Gobert situation. And, and uh, Eric, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. I'm a football player. And I, I've always been the guy that one, when I get physical, then somebody else gets hurt, and I get the flag or I get the penalty or I get the phone call from somebody's mom that said, hey, you hurt my kid. or You know, you, you get that because you're a big man. And last night it did look like Indy was getting physical right out of the gates. When, when you'd step on the court last night, did you, did you feel that physicality, almost that extra uh, push and physicality? from? Yeah, yeah from, for sure. Yeah. For sure, you definitely do. But again, that's part of part of the thing I think of is like uh, you be physical with them. So when I come in the game, I try to let my presence be known and let them know, like, hey, we're gonna fight back. So um, that's part of what I try to bring to the game as well. And that's a tough line. It's got to be a tough line, Eric, because you want to set the standard of physicality, and and I know that Rudy wants to set the standard of physicality, but. It feels like when a team comes out and officials are, are doing what they're doing and not calling the hard hits that you're getting as a big man and you're trying to assert yourself as a big man, that's got to be a really hard line to, to walk where, well, you know, we want to be the dominant team, but we also don't want to get thrown off the court. How do you walk that line? How do you know how far you can take it with physicality? Uh, you, you kind of test it throughout the game. You see, you see what you can get away with, see what you can't, and – you, you go by that standard. So you take a mental note of how it's being called all game, and um, then you just apply to your game and how, how you want to apply that force or your physicality throughout the game without doing too much. Well, at least watching you in the early stages of the season and kind of knowing your physicality, I, I was kind of watching to see if I saw big Eric Pascal running into the running into the group there. What, what were you doing when things were kind of rolling out there and Donovan and, and Joe were rolling in? Did you, you just have to stand back in that situation? Yeah, so um, I had to stand back, obviously, because I was on the bench. Yep. And if you run on the court, you get a tech. Or, no, you get a crazy fine and you get kicked out. And I think it's suspended the game. So it's it's a lot of, lot of things you got to worry about. So you just stay on the you stay on the bench, make sure yeah. that things play out the best they can. Well, yeah. Eric, Eric, I know that uh, this season it's it seems like it's going to be a great season, just early stages. But I sure like your minutes. I, I I'm wondering how much do you feel like your minutes or anybody's minutes will change when Rudy Gay comes back in the lineup? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, again, I don't even think about it at this time. You just go out. I just again, I just try to go out there, play hard. And uh, do what I got to do, and see what happens. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So, again, it's something you can't worry about, something I can't control. So, no reason to worry about. No question about it. Well, Eric, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. You know, <clears throat> Joe Ingles has his own show, uh, and and I know that he comes on. He does his own morning show on this station. If you're ever looking for a show to do, man, we'd love to have the the big man Eric Pasco show. If, if you're if you're up for it, we'll we'll put it All together. Right, appreciate that. We could talk about that for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can put it together. Eric, good luck, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go, Eric Pasco, forward for the Utah Jazz.